Today on the newscast, we head to the Gaza border to learn what it's like living in the brutal shadow of Hamas. That's coming up. Hey folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman newscast. We're going to take you to the Gaza border in a second. Before we do, we wanted to update you on another amazing archaeological discovery in Israel. The Israel Antiquities Authority announced today, Wednesday, July 14th, that they have uncovered an ancient 2,600-year-old wall from the time of the Babylonian invasion of Jerusalem. Now, the Bible says that the Babylonian tyrant King Nebuchadnezzar and his forces destroyed the city of Jerusalem, destroyed the first temple, and yet a remnant of the walls that surrounded the city of Jerusalem at that time, a small remnant, still exists as the Israel Antiquities Authority has proven this week with this amazing discovery. Now, folks, by my count, this is the fourth major archaeological discovery announced in Israel in the past week alone. We're going to go into all of this in detail tomorrow on a Watchman newscast live stream right here on our YouTube channel. Join us live between 4 p.m. and 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Now, that's the East Coast of the United States. If you're in Israel, you are seven hours ahead. If you're in Great Britain, you're in five hours ahead. Uh, Western Europe, six hours ahead. You get the idea between 4 and 5 p.m. Eastern Time here in the States. And I mentioned those other time zones because we have viewers here on the Watchman newscast from around the world. So be sure to join us for an inside look at all of these incredible archaeological finds. What is God up to here? And also we'll discuss a lot more about what's going on in the Middle East tomorrow live. Bring your questions for our Q&A session as well. Now, not surprisingly, a Hamas spokesman said today that Israel is falsifying history by making these announcements of archaeological discoveries in the city of Jerusalem that prove the truth of the Bible and prove the ancient ancestral presence in the city of Jerusalem and in the land of Israel of the Jewish people. Hamas is none too happy about this. Speaking of Hamas and the Gaza border, on our production trip for the Watchmen last month, we spent time uh, in an Israeli moshav or an agricultural village community uh, on the Gaza border. And folks, I mean right on the Gaza border with our friend Raz Smilovich. And he described what life is like living in the shadow of one of the world's most brutal and deadly terror organizations, the Iranian proxy Hamas. Now, the segment you're about to see is from episode 200. That's right. We've got 200 episodes under our belt of the Watchmen TV show on TBN. It will air tomorrow night, Thursday, July 15th on TBN, uh, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, right here in the United States. If you're not in the States, don't worry. You can catch it on our YouTube channel. But this is a sneak peek at tomorrow night's special 200th episode from the Gaza border. Take a look. We were in Ashkelon together. Now we are in your backyard, literally, but also in the backyard of Hamas. Your Moshav here is in the shadow of Gaza. Tell us where exactly we are and what goes on 
right down the street, quite literally. Welcome to Moshav Nativa Asara, where I've been living most of my adult life. Um, we are located now just under a mile from the border with the Gaza Strip in the center of my community. The last houses of my community are physically, literally touching the fence, the border with the Gaza Strip, um, which makes us uh, the closest Israeli community to the Gaza Strip border, we are what we call the bordering community, which means the fence of the community is also the fence of Israel. But uh, since and we're north of Gaza right we are now, north right? of okay. Gaza. We are north of Gaza in the southern part of Israel. And Raz, clearly, a lot of Hamas and Palestinian Islamic Jihad activity, a stone's throw away. Tell us what you see here on a regular basis and the threat you live under, uh, the activity of terrorists right beyond the border. Look, being now a few hundred feet from the border, I can clearly see, you can clearly see with our own eyes outposts of Hamas of Islamic Jihad. How can you tell? Because of different flags. Each outpost have a different flag on it. With, uh, with, with your own eyes, you can see outposts. If you look above the wall, the buildings overlooking us is a Hamas outpost. And as we speak, they all have no mistake. They are looking at us. If they want, they can do something about it. They don't do anything about it because they decide not to. The reason we're not being targeted, shot at, or being aimed with a missile is because they don't want to do it. Why? Because they're afraid of the price, they're afraid of us, but it's a matter of a will, not a matter of ability. And folks, just to reinforce uh, what Raz said, you are watching us being watched by Hamas. Just a stone's throw away. That's how close we are, and make no mistake about it, they are watching from these outposts, as Raz said. Tell us how many people live in the Moshav and who are under constant threat here by Hamas and Islamic Jihad. So we are about 250 families today, which is, by the way, six times bigger than we actually established the community. Its community is growing, despite what we all think that it's going to be a ghost and people will not be able to live despite the threats they are staying. The community is growing, thanks God. And side comment, if you ask me, that's my victory. Normal life, babies, new houses. My victory is not the suffering of my neighbors. I wish them all the best. But the fact my community is getting bigger, despite the threats, bigger, stronger, is my victory. My, I live here, my brother lives here, my parents live here, and my younger brother is going to join us. Wow. I've lived here all my adult life. Um, actually, if you want to rent a house, you, I can get you on my waiting list, because okay. you can't get away a house hey, here. Hey, this is a beautiful community, folks, by the way. The weather, as you can see, immaculate. It's a great place, that breeze coming from the Mediterranean. Great despite, quality of life. Despite. We insist on not falling into the trap of feeling sorry for ourselves, victimizing ourselves and making... It's a bad situation. I have four boys. My kids go to sleep in a bomb shelter. My son's school is a mile and a half down the road. The whole compound is a bomb shelter. My son's classroom is a bomb shelter. When you drove inside the Moshav, the yellow bus, the school bus cannot drive through there because it's a threatened road. They take a side road. Okay, my son knows exactly wherever he goes here. Where's the nearest bomb shelter? We're standing here talking, 50 feet from us there's a bomb shelter. Because if you remember, Ashkelon was 30 seconds away. In the second six miles, in the first six miles, you have 15 seconds. Now forget about those 15 seconds because in the first six miles, you are in the first mile now. So by the time the missile is being launched, until it falls here, you have between five to seven seconds to run to your life. That's it for that bomb shelter right there. That's, That's it. why it's here. That's why every house here yeah. has a bomb shelter. That's why AR, every house has a bomb shelter. Every house, every public facility, every playground, everywhere. That's why when my friend here built the house, if you look underneath the nice red tiles, there's nine millimeters of solid metal plates underneath concrete. 
When I build my house, I did not build windows to the south. That's our mentality. When my kids go, they always know where the nearest bomb shelter is. They always know what's going on. If you go to a friend's house, they don't know where the stack of candy is. They know where the bomb shelter is. That's what they know. That's our reality. And despite all of that, same way as I have my rights, I respect my neighbor's rights to exist and live there, I want to make a point by living here. My kids understand that. If you ask my kids, you know what? I have four boys. The oldest one is 14. Omer, let's leave. Don't even mention that. It's not even a question for them. It's home. Why leave home? Yes, we have different problems, but my kids, when they leave the house and go to their friends, they're safe. Every place has its own risk. I don't have violence here. I don't have crime. I don't have that. I have other things to worry about. Mm -hmm. But this is home. And by staying here, I'm making a point not to poke you, poke you in the eye, but to keep my hand next to you and say, I'm here, I'm not going anywhere. The moment you understand that, you can reach my hand and shake it. So my point is, I'm not going anywhere. It's hard. The question goes in my head twice a day. We have a lot of discussion with my wife. It's not an easy discussion. It's a discussion we go through, but thank God, um, we're hanging in there. It's not easy. Yeah, I mean, you have to worry about terror tunnels as well, we were discussing. You, yeah. you are part terror tunnels dug under the, underneath this community from Gaza. Thanks again to Roz for joining us, folks. If you like that segment and you want to see more, you can catch my entire interview with Roz from the Gaza border. Plus, we go inside a home that was destroyed by a Hamas rocket. That's all tomorrow night, July 15th, Thursday, July 15th, on TBN, a special 200th episode edition of the Watchmen TV show. Be sure to check that out. By the way, if you miss it Thursday night, we also air on TBN Fridays at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time. I can assure you this is a powerful episode. It shows the human impact suffered by Israelis in the face of this Iranian-sponsored Hamas terror onslaught. You will not want to miss it. And also tomorrow, one more thing, the live stream. Remember, between 4 and 5 p.m. Eastern Time right here on our YouTube channel. Join us and bring your questions. We're going to dig deep, no pun intended, into all of these amazing biblical archaeology discoveries that we've seen over the past week alone. What is God up to here? Very prophetic. We'll discuss it tomorrow on the live stream. Don't miss it. And in the meantime, continue to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Pray for all of the Israeli communities, obviously, affected by this Hamas terror onslaught as well, but we are mandated also to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. As a follower of Jesus who believes his word, I'm going to do just that. We'll see you tomorrow on the live stream. Until then, thanks for joining us today. God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.